Hey everybody, I'm your host, Gene Martz, and this is season two of the Paychecks Business Series podcast. I am, as you know, a certified public accountant, a regular business columnist for a bunch of publications you probably know, like The Guardian and The Hill and Forbes, Entrepreneur, The Philadelphia Inquirer. But most importantly, I'm a small business owner of a financial and technology management services company, and I teamed up with Paychecks the leading provider of human resources, payroll, benefits, and insurance services to bring you real-life stories and advice from real-life business owners and experts like our guests. Now, last season, we talked about the challenges associated with COVID-19, but this season, we're going to focus on moving forward and innovating and navigating the road to recovery. And my, my very special guest today is Meredith Schmidt. Meredith is the Executive Vice President and General Manager, Salesforce Essentials, and SMB at Salesforce. SMB is small and medium-sized businesses. Meredith, can I ask you to give us a very awkward hello? Hello. Very awkward. Yes. Thank <laughs> you for having me today. Yeah. Great that you're on. Um, so you've got this long title, right? The, again, Executive Vice President, General Manager of Salesforce Essentials and SMB at Salesforce. What exactly is your job? Sure. So it's a really unique job. I'd say I actually feel like I have the best job at Salesforce right now. Oh, we always have, but I've been at Salesforce for over 15 years now. And about two and a half years ago, we really made the decision to create a business unit focused 100% on small business. You know, we've always had, you know, a third of our customer base is small business. But as we've grown, we built great product. It got a little bit more complicated as we started to go and grow and, and really cater to some of the large enterprises. And we really need, saw the need to have a team 100% focused from product to marketing to sales business development, everything in between, um, really focused on who the co- small business customer is and what are their needs. So we created um, this business unit and I have the privilege of leading a team of about 250 folks uh, who wake up every morning thinking about small business. Oh, 250 people that you supervise and they are, and are these people interacting with small businesses? Are they servicing them or are they um, more into research and you know, providing content? I would say all of it. So we have a sales team focused on the one to 20 space. So up to 20 employees really thinking about all of our products and talking to them every day, you know, and they're really a lot of our frontline hearing what's going on right now over the last six, seven months and, you know, hearing their fears, hearing their aspirations, hearing their optimism, really. Uh, And then we have our product team. They're talking to small business customers all the time. What what does the user want to experience? And so we do a lot of research with our customers through our product and really think about, and I, you know, again, I love Salesforce. We've been here for over 15 years, but it's a really great product for an admin. And what we really want to do is build a great product for the end user. And that's where we created the essentials product was really a different a different onboarding, a different trial experience, different setup, and just making everything easier to use for the small business owner. And then, of course, we have our marketing team who's out there all the time creating content, um, you know, maintaining our, you know, essentials.salesforce, you know, website, our small business pages on the on the, the corporate site, but really connecting and finding those customer stories. We've been uh, We've got an Instagram account. We've got communities everywhere, but really trying to, to highlight the faces of small business. Got it. So Salesforce, you know, started as a CRM. And before we get even further into where Salesforce has, has gone to, CRM is customer relationship management. And 
uh, you know, Meredith, I can't, sometimes I can't believe that I'm still explaining what CRM is to, to some people, but you know, listen, not everybody is, you know, is tuned into it. So just, just for starters, I mean, again, what is your definition of CRM or customer relationship management? Sure. Uh, I'm probably not going to do the, the, do it justice, but you know, I have a firm belief that most small businesses are not searching the internet for CRM, right? Mm -hmm. They want to connect with their customers. They need to support their customers. They need to communicate. They need to track their customers, you know, track their opportunities. You know, that is what CRM is all about is how do you put the customer at the center of everything you do and capture all the data, right? How do you know who your customer is? Um, So it's about connecting with your customers, I think, in the most uh, basic sense, you know, from capturing leads with email marketing, um, tracking deals, and then just having that conversation, right? Because conversations are happening everywhere now. So how do you bring the conversation from, you know, maybe it's a what WhatsApp or Facebook or, you know, one of the many channels that you're communicating with your customers on, how do you actually bring it into a single view of the customer? And that's what this is really about is, is sales uh, CRM is really bringing a single view of the customer from sales to customer service to marketing. Does it have to be just a customer though? Can it be somebody else in your community? Sure. Absolutely. I mean, I think that you can, we can create, there's communities that you can create as well. And I think that if you're looking at, you know, it could be, we see a lot of partners, right? Who are, who are the partners you're working with? Who are the vendors you're working with? I've always thought that, you know, when I look at um, a CRM application that it's, it, it's just a database, right? So you've got everybody in it that touches your business and that's, you know, so it's customers and prospects. And like you just said, partners and vendors, it, I, it, you know, and, and you're, you're right about, you want to have that single interface where you can see everything going on with them. Because uh, it's it's so important to make sure that nothing falls through the cracks, um, and that I guess everybody in your your company that's interacting with these people are just that we're all on the same page, right? Right. I mean, you want to you know if you're calling if you have somebody calling your customer support team, your customer support sh- team should know what the sales team has been doing, yeah. right? And this this is the single view, and you know I think it goes beyond the database, right? Like I think most basically I I, I joke a lot that um, one of our big biggest competitors are spreadsheets. Right. People are still using spreadsheets, but they're not intelligent. And, you know, once you bring the data in, it's really about how you what you do with that data. Right. How do you how do you look at the analytics? How do you look at your pipeline? How do you really become intelligent about your customers? Right. Who do you want to target? Maybe, you know, through this pandemic, I think we've seen so much customer loyalty has driven small business. You know, I see it in my you know neighborhood in San Francisco all the time. You know, people are flocking to our small businesses to keep them open and keep them, you know, in the beginning it was buying, you know, gift certificates to use later. But I, sure. I do think, um, you know, this customer loyalty is, is really important, but you got to know who your customer is, who are your loyal customers. And so it's taking the data, but doing something with the data. That, that's really what, where it becomes more powerful is, is really looking at um, dashboards or, you know, simple things like, um, tasks like following up or you can, you can set reminders, right? We pull your email into this and you know, you, it can, we can create contacts from your emails. Right. We can also create follow-ups, right? If you haven't, 
you know, we can create workflows, right? So if you haven't followed up or answered an email, it will send you a reminder to do so. Or you can set reminders that I want to email these people or send them a gift card on their birthdays. You know, you can make this, the, the system needs to work for you. Meredith, so, you know, Salesforce itself is a giant company. Um, I mean, recently listed in the Dow, um, you know, valued at billions of dollars. And, you know, and it, it really, it, it does have the perception of being, you know, sort of a product for big companies, you know, um, when I talk to small businesses, a lot of them are like, nah, that's, you know, that's, that's for the big guys, you know, that it costs too much. Plus there are so many other CRMs out there right now that are, you know, are priced a lot less expensively and that are, are really going after the small business market. So what do you tell a small business owner when you know, you're from Salesforce and, and they're like, oh, you know, I, I don't know if I'm, if I'm right for you guys, I'm, I'm too small. How do you respond to that? Well, we've, we've got a small business product, right? We built a product just for them called Essentials. Mm-hmm. And that product is priced at $25 a month per user. But I think about the thing, the, the thing that I love with our product for small business Essentials um, is we, I, I call it free, we get free stuff all the time, right? We are doing so much uh, research and um, innovation for our largest customers, we bring that to our smallest customers at the same time, right? Voice. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of stuff that we we get for free because we're part of Salesforce. So we're not here trying to develop all the bells and whistles. We're taking all of it and making it easy. So I think there's a really, there's definitely a um, an advantage of being part of a large company is we right. get so much innovation into our product faster than anybody else, right? Faster than a lot of our competitors because we're doing it at such a, large scale. Um, and so I, I think that's a real competitive advantage, but I also, you know, we look at our customers that come in, um, they're growing. These yeah. customers are growing and we have the product that can grow with them. Right. And so when you do become, you go from a 10 person company to a 50 to a hundred to a thousand person company in some cases, right. This is the product that grows with you as you get more complicated, as you have more workflows and business processes to automate and to run and jobs to to be done, honestly, is this, the the tool and the platform is what's so powerful. And I'd say the other thing is just the, you know, we built the app exchange many, many, many years ago. And the app exchange is really where our partners build um, special apps on our platform. And the power of the platform is I think our secret sauce and, you know, we're working on things like one-click integrations to, you know, a lot of our partners. But, you know, what we do see is we have a huge marketplace to integrate um, into other systems, you know, through very easy integrations that, you know, we're making easy for our small business customers. But there's so much power of the platform. And I think that's a big differentiator, too, as you look at the ecosystem around us and, uh, the partners we're working with to build, you know, just really custom solutions, not custom, uh, but specialized for small business, right? Makes sense. It makes sense. So, Meredith, if, if I'm a small business owner, I mean, you know, so, some clients that I talk to, they get they get scared about fa- uh, Salesforce because they, they feel that, well, if I'm going to get Salesforce, I'm going to have to hire some high-priced consultant to help me. Um, then there are other clients that are like, no, 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 we, 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 we do need some consulting help, but we're not sure if Salesforce you know, is geared to provide us with that consulting help. Where does, where do you, where, where are you on the small business side about providing a channel, um, a resource, consultants, services to help small mm-hmm. businesses implement 
you know, yeah. the application and get the most out of it. Yeah. You know, I would tell you, we have um, a team of, we call coaches mm-hmm. um, and you get free support for the first 90 days. We have, we've built in-app chat support and their sole job is to really help you get up and running. Um, so we, we actually are offering that for free for the first 90 days with, with essentials. And, you know, again, the essentials product is, is built to be easier to use. Um, but we have a lot of small businesses who need more, right? They want the, they, they want the more complex product. They're, they're, they have much more complex business needs. Um, and so there's, we're, we're partnering with companies like Torchlight, for example, um, who's got a marketplace of certified consultants. We also have been running, um, we're creating a new program that I'm super excited about. We've done two pilot groups so far um, for Salesforce advisors. And what we're doing is we're really certifying folks from companies like Pep Up Tech, who are folks entering the workforce, becoming Salesforce admins, and they're looking for work experience, right, to get that Salesforce admin job. And we're trying to connect our customers to these, these certified admins who've gone through Salesforce certifications. And so it's a really powerful program that we've seen, uh, again, two pilot groups going through and hoping to expand on. But we also, you know, my our sales team has, you know, preferred partners that we always recommend. And they are not, they're not, they're not that expensive. We've, you know, purposefully worked with smaller and regional uh, right. implementers to, to do quick setups quick implementations, um, you know, a couple thousand dollars here and there. Got it. All right. So let's take the Salesforce hat off. Okay. And we're yeah. not going to talk about sales. We're going to talk about CRM and specifically, uh, and right. you know, and, and you know, a small business themselves. And again, this can be a business with a hundred employees or less or 10 employees or less. What, you know, you've been doing this for a long time, Meredith. So first of all, what mistakes do you see small businesses make when they are attempting to implement a CRM and what advice do you have for them um, before they go down the road of implementing a CRM system? Part of it's getting buy-in um, that you're going to do it and, mm-hmm. and you're going to actually use it. Um, you know, I think that that is one of the number one things we see is folks buy it, but don't actually start using it. And so we're, you know, we've been doing a lot of research uh, through data, data analytics like to, to really try to drive adoption. Um, but that's one thing is, you know, you can buy the system, but if you don't, if you're not using it on a regular basis, if you're not understanding what it can do for you and make it more than a database, right? Okay, so, so, so let me, let me jump in there and say, because you're absolutely right. I mean, um, I've encountered lots of clients that buy a CRM system and they're not using it. It's like a glorified Rolodex. Um, it's not like an accounting system where you've got to get invoices out or you got to right. you know, record transactions. So, so what do you do? I mean, you know, say you come across, you know, you know, customers and they're like, you know, we're investing in Salesforce and nobody's using it and we're, we're thinking of throwing it out the window. What, you know, what do you, what recommendations do you have? Yeah. You know, I start asking what they're trying to do, right? What, what's the job to be done, right? Clay Christensen wrote this great book and we're here to help you do a job, right? This is not just a database. There, there's ways to, uh, you know, you have people in marketing, who are trying to figure out who to contact, you know, this technology is, is your friend here. It can, it can do that work for you. If you think about things like customer support, right? We've got things like all, uh, knowledge articles. There's, you know, bots, it's all available, right? Where you can have an online chat with your customer and the bot. And, you know, if you can't answer, the bot can't answer it. It does go to a human, but you think about how do you actually think about 
where do I need to hire people? I want to hire people who, who are really driving the growth of my business mm-hmm. or building my products maybe. And you know, there's a lot of jobs to be done uh, around customer service, around marketing, around, around selling that the technology can do for you. So it's really understanding um, and, and bringing that that customer on the journey is this is more than a database. This is not a ro- Rolodex. And, it, you know, you can use a spreadsheet for that. Right. But bringing them on the journey uh, of adoption and the ROI and mm-hmm. talking to them, you know, about, you know, increasing um, deal closing cycles. Like you can see, you know, data across multiple sales reps potentially, right? And one person is constantly closing deals in 10 days, the other in 60 days. What is that person doing differently? How do you start leveraging and using that to really drive your growth? What is, how important is it to invest in internal people to learn the system? You know, I think it depends. Um, you know, we built essentials to be adminless, right? You, you don't need an admin to run essentials. It, it, it is out of the box and easy to use. Um, you know, I think as you become more ple- complex, you know, you may want to use a consultant for a couple hours to build some workflows for you. But, you know, at some point, maybe 50 employees, right? When you've got, or 50 users on the systems, you want to start managing profiles, right? If you've got multiple sales regions where you don't want others to see others' data, right? That, then you start looking at profiles, permissions. That gets much more complicated. Mm-hmm. So it's really about the size and kind of what you're trying to do. But uh, at some point, investing in, in somebody who can be an admin is, is the right thing. I mean, when I started with Salesforce, we had 600 employees. We had some Salesforce admins, um, but it wasn't, you know, and I could go to them, they could change something in a second. Now I've got to go through my IT department. Like I can't get anything changed for a week now. Not that we can't do it. <laughs> it's because I've got to go through all the red tape of getting it done. It. So I, I think it just, it, it, you have compliance concerns as you get to a large, large enterprise company. You know, when Salesforce becomes, you know, you're, you know, we've gone from the system of record to this idea of system of engagement, mm-hmm. right? We want this to be an engagement system, but all of that actually has, we have controls for our compliance across all of this stuff. So I think it's your journey of, um, of growth. And we have a great platform called Trailhead that allows anyone to come take online courses and be certified in certified admins. And so I think we see a lot of folks doing this where it's not their full-time job. Their full-time job might be something else, but they can they can be an admin because it's it's not uh, because we do provide the tools to learn. Got it. You know there are um, there's sort of three types of small businesses I think that use these systems. Meredith, you know there's there's the people that are like the the twenty percent that are just you know they can't even turn on a TV, let alone use like a CRM system. You've got like sixty percent of them that are using it to some level of of competency, and then you've got uh, the remaining twenty percent that's like a graduate school level, really kicking butt with it. And I, and I know you know who these, these customers are. So when you look at those customers that are doing really well with Salesforce, I mean, graduate school level, um, what are they doing? Like what sets them apart? Yeah, you know what? They've gotten into analytics. Okay. I would tell you, right? They're, they're looking at really utilizing reports, dashboards to manage their business, right? They're taking that data and making it work for them. Right, they're not searching it. They're 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 proactively. I like to, I like to always say, you want the data to tell you something, and it's this idea of pushing versus pulling. Like, I think that first 
um, group of users is kind of pulling information, right? They're going in there and they're looking for something. You want this talking to you. You want this engaging you and telling you when you have a problem, right? Hey, sales are down in some region or, hey, there's a product. uh, There's a spike in customer service cases around this product. Maybe the socks Maybe the manufacturer didn't manufacture the socks well enough and they're all getting holes in them. But, you, you know, you need to look for signals in your data. And I think those that are really getting to be super users are really um, utilizing the analytics. Got it. All right. Well, I don't want to keep it too much longer, but I do, I, I do want to kind of look ahead, Meredith. I mean, again, you've been at Salesforce for a while. I'm sure you're going to be there for a while. Where do you think CRM in general is going in the next few years? How do you think small businesses will be using products like Salesforce and other CRM applications um, three, four or five years from now? Well, I think it's all mobile, right? We're working from anywhere now. You know, I think Salesforce anywhere is, is you're going to see this launched. If not today, it was last week or this week. You know, I, I think work from anywhere is a big thing. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think you're going to see that and the mobile apps just getting better and better. Um, I think that's a, a big push. I do think the, intelligence, right? We're, we're working on a lot of data science. Um, and how is the product driving your engagement, right? If you're, if right now, I'll just give an example, right? If we, we can, we have an adoption team, we can look at some reports and say, Hey, this customer is not adopting. Let's go try to help them. Well, what if the product told you what to do and you'd have to talk to a person, right? So the engagement in product I think is going to be, you know, at least on my product direction, that's where we're going, is really in product engagement. It's real time. So it's looking at what you're doing. It's looking at how you're doing things and trying to bring you more benefit, right? If you do these things, uh, you know, your ROI should increase by the, you know, this should be your ROI of this, of, of using this. So I think that there's, there's all that kind of great product stuff, but in, in general, right, I, I just think that, customers and how we communicate with customers is really shifting, right? Yeah. I think we've seen that, right? Is, is the, the way you engage and the time to engage, right? There's an expectation that engagement's real time. And I think that conversational uh, experience is very real, whether that conversation is happening on one of many channels. Um, so I think it's really about creating customer loyalty, but you're doing it through communications and, and I'd say the other thing is personalization, right? Mm-hmm. Like everybody expects you to know them now. Right. Right. And you, and I, I do see this convergence uh, and expectation that my business software is, is as easy to use as my consumer software that I use every day. Right. And, and I think that goes all the way up to enterprise. You know, you said something really interesting just before, um, you know, w- which is about, you know, monitoring how your clients are using um, and customers are using Salesforce, which to me, I think is an enormous opportunity, not just for the CRM maker, but also for the end user. So, you know, what you're saying is that, listen, Salesforce is a cloud-based application. So um, you've got the ability to see which companies are using it and which companies are not. Uh, you might have sold company X, you know, a, you know, a, a 20 user system. And Salesforce has the ability to actually say like, you know, we sold this 20 user system to this person six months ago and, you know, we see that they've had 10 clicks in the system in Uh the past, you know, in the past month. And, you know, it it seems to me that, you know, to get those analytics, to have a CRM company then reach back out to the customer and say, you're not using this very well. Let me help you use it or let me connect you with somebody that can help you use it. 
that seems to be an enormous opportunity. And you're doing your, your clients a huge favor by noticing that and helping them with it. And of course, you're doing yourself a favor because you want to keep them happy with the product and continuing to pay monthly fees. Are you, are, you know, is that going on right now? Or is it something that you, know, you, you expect to happen a lot more in the future? It, it's going on right now. It's going on right now, um, and it's it, it's for companies of all sizes, right? right. And I think where we're where we're going with it is how there's a lot of human uh, engagement at this point. Um, but I think there's an interesting thing happening too. You know, we have hundreds of thousands of customers, um, thousands of customers in small business, right? We can see the the growth and trajectory of these small businesses, and we can also see what they're doing and how they're using the product. Right now, nobody, it's all secured. We don't know who the customer actually is, but we can just look at the data, right? So I don't know this customer's name, but what I can do is actually start suggesting things. Hey, customers of your size also bought this product or customers of your size who wanted to increase leads by 30% did these three things. Hey, try, you know, you haven't set this up yet. You Let me walk you through how to set it up. Yep. And imagine like, that the product's telling you to do that, or it could be again the human, the, the you know customer success manager or the adoption coach can be doing the engagement. But absolutely, yeah, I think that that is. Um, I mean, I, I I really think that is the ultimate solution to the problem. The biggest problem with CRM is that so many businesses don't really use it to the capability that they could, yep. and sometimes it it takes somebody to smack them around a little bit and say, "Listen, you should be doing X, Y, and Z, and we're going to help you do that." And how do you, you know, you've got the cloud, you've got the data, so you can be reaching out to your customers to do that. And I believe that not just Salesforce, but I think a lot of your competitors, I think a lot of other cloud-based companies will be doing that, um, you know, in the next generation um, over the next few years. So I think that's, I think that's great stuff. I'd say, I'd say we're doing it now and we're, and we're, we're putting it and building it into products and dashboards and, and really, so not only we can see it, but for the customer can see it, right? Sure. So exposing that data to the customer will be really powerful as well. Meredith Schmidt is the Executive Vice President and General Manager of Salesforce Essentials and SMB at Salesforce.com. Meredith, thank you. Great conversation and great information about not only Salesforce, but CRM in general. So I, I, I appreciate your insights. For more great podcast episodes from the Paychex Business Series podcast and other information to help you run your business, please visit paychecks.com forward slash works. That's W-O-R-X. I'm Gene Marks. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you again soon. This podcast is property of Paychex Inc. 2020. All rights reserved.